0: Five, four, three, two,
1: one. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School, New School podcast. My name is Will Charles Egan, and as always, we have Chris Meekins. What's up? We are back. This is going to be week nine of our little mini-series, Baller for Jesus. And if you like the content that we've been putting up regularly, if you like this little Baller for Jesus series that we're doing based off of Chris's wisdom Wisdom. from his long-lived life... Go ahead and hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. That would be awesome. Scroll down. That would be amazing. We would greatly appreciate Share it that. with your
0: friends. Share it. Throw it up on the internet. Post it. Then we'd have two listeners.
1: Or we'd have three listeners <laughs> and then
0: four. Oh, wait a minute. Your mom and my, mom and is, and my wife. And so, yes, yeah. right.
1: The two people that like each video without hey, fail. Hey, you know what? This yeah. morning
0: I was having my quiet time. So I get up in the morning and I have a quiet time and I write nice. a letter. God, you know, we've talked about that many mm-hmm. times before, but when I was doing that, I was like, you know what? Today, when you start the podcast, you should pray. And I'm like, well, nobody prays before they podcast yeah. on, the, on the line. Well, no.
1: We could be the trendsetters, do something a little different. Why don't we do that? What, what, does, that, what does it look like, a prayer before well, conversation?
0: Especially if you're like a new believer. it's, Or you're just like, okay, isn't that the priest's job? Isn't that the Pope's job? Right, isn't that yeah. pastor's Randy's job, Pastor mm-hmm. Jonathan's job. No, no, actually, it's your job. And God's like, yeah. so so this is kind of what it goes like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Lord, thank you for letting me and Will be here this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Chris Meekins, if you forgot. <laughs> hey, God. <laughs> I, I haven't talked to you in a while. But, but this is Chris. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just need you. I just wanted to say thank you for letting me be alive again today. And I pray that you would bless this podcast mm. and that uh that whatever we say would bring glory to your name amen to that and we say amen to that so amen. that's that's really yeah i think god just wants you to acknowledge right that he's god and yeah you're not
1: acknowledge that he who he is acknowledge that he's in the room because you're never going to figure it out right exactly and he's god and you're not so yeah I- inviting him in will probably solve a lot of problems make things simpler
0: yeah so that's how it all starts yeah there you go okay god cool Chris, I know just making sure we're still good. You know my uncle Benny, but you don't know me. So we haven't
1: talked in a while.
0: We haven't talked in ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you so, pray? Do you pray every day?
1: Yeah, I pray every night before I go to bed. You know, I pray for people, I pray for events and things. Uh, I'll ask that he blesses my life and the things that I do. And then sometimes in the mo- well, every morning I like to go outside just in the back for a little bit because we have this really great view of the sunrise <laughs> right through the trees. You're wow. a ditch or something like that. <laughs> we have a cool view of this ugly ditch pond with a dead duck in it
0: here in florida and it could be an alligator yeah
1: oh yeah oh that's very normal eating a dead duck in a ditch but yeah i'll just ask him lord i invite you into my life into my day today i pray that you'd work through me is something i say a lot and then you know i'll just kind of spend some time like some mornings i'll just sit there and listen to birds chirping and the lizards running around and stuff
0: i just now realized why i felt and that's what Mm -hmm. when you go i think god told me when i say i think god told me that's how it happens. I'm yes. reading, and I'm like, you should pray this morning, Thing, But I think <laughs> I know why. Why is that? Because we're going to talk about a story of goodness. Wow. And so okay. you're really, it's like really talking about what God has done. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there you go. See and, how other words
0: And being, uh, being thankful. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about today is a story of goodness, and it's in Psalm, the the reference verse I use, mm-hmm. Psalm. Is it Palms? Psalms? Psalm
1: it's Saul. Do you ever
0: go and, and a, like a a guy is preaching and he's, he's mm. he'll say something like uh, uh, Abram's name? It's mm-hmm. not Abram. It's Ab- Abam or something. Abaharam. Yeah. It's yeah. like. It's like
1: sorry. sorry what did you just say?
0: What? Come on. <laughs> Hello? You're not talking white trash. Okay? Yeah,
1: right.
0: <laughs> talking my My language. Western
1: <laughs> vernacular is Jesus Christ, yeah. not Yes, yeah. you are, or whatever yeah. you say.
0: So anyway, Psalm mm-hmm. twenty-seven, thirteen says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm. And so the idea is that is, is to say, I see God working,
1: mm-hmm. and I want to okay.
0: keep my eyes open to see that yeah. and be reminded of, wait a minute, God's at work mm-hmm. in the universe. Yes. Oh, wait a minute, he's at work in our world. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute, he's at work in Florida. Yes. Oh, and he's a work in Sarasota, Sarasota, where you have a sweatshirt on. It's Florida, man, yeah, right. You, well, you know, I'm it's in a t-shirt. <laughs> well, hey, you turn oh. on the heat.
1: It was <laughs> kind of nice this morning. It was like sixty-five in my house when I woke up. I was like, oh, hello. I I love the cold. I just think the hardest part about it is waking up in the cold when your body temperature is also 65 degrees yeah. and you wake up and you're just like, I don't want to do this right now. And then Our, you we're, gotta roll we're, out we're of making ahead.
0: all the people in uh, the north yeah, right. because they're waking up. To you two. woke up to 65 and you're complaining. <laughs>
1: Shut up. It was two this morning.
0: I know. Yeah. yeah. So so a story of goodness. Do you, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think of that?
1: that well, that I think person. of the word testimony. That's what comes to mind when I hear about a story of goodness, because that's everybody has, you know, every every believer has their own story of God's goodness in their life and how, you know, the Lord delivered them or even through simple little things, how the, the Lord rewarded them on this one day, because it, it can be both extremes. Really, a story of goodness is anything really it can it can be something as simple as, hey, I prayed that like my friend was telling me the other day. He prayed that he would get a uh, a job in a certain area because he does sales. And then in a pretty divine coincidental way, the Lord anointed it and it happened for him. Wow. And it could also be, you know, my other friend who the, he didn't have enough money for something and he needed a certain dollar amount. And then after a shift, his team pooled together all the tip money and gave him, all the money that he needed, and it was the exact dollar amount that he needed. And he said, "God, I would give you my life if this happened." And so that's how he had his life completely transformed for the Lord. And so you have different examples of stories of goodness that can be, you know, both extremes, just daily things and how your life got transformed.
0: What about the the difference? So, so I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> whatever. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, that's just a coincidence." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a coincidence? A
1: coincidence. <laughs> you said that twice there Co- You're having some hard time with words this morning
0: I, I tried to explain something to Joyce this morning And I, I could not uh-huh. I don't even know what it was but I couldn't say it Yeah what else did you say She's, we just were, like, she's like move on
1: Yeah you, we were talking about something else this morning And you said just a non-word I don't know what you said,
0: you said I don't know what comes out and I don't exactly.
1: remember <laughs> Yeah well What did you ask <laughs> Here we what's go. The
0: difference between a coincidence, a coincidence, and okay. yeah, an act of I'm God. I'm going to have you speaking poorly shortly. <laughs>
1: right. We both need speech classes here. Your,
0: your, your friends would be like, hey, "Gotta quit <clears> hanging <throat> on those old people." Yeah,
1: right. I'm rubbing off on you, will. So, what's the difference? So, well, I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything's an act of God. Yeah. I don't think that things happen on accident. You know, because if God is truly God, and if He truly is the definition of His name then all things are controlled by God and everything has a divine purpose and a plan. So if you have something happen, like, I mean, we'll probably have him on because he's such a great guy and he's got an amazing testimony. He's got a great story of goodness. And he told me his testimony of how this, what would seem like a coincidence, and I've heard stories like this before, like my uh, Old Testament professor in Bayside College told me about a story where you know, he needed uh, a certain amount of money for, I think it was car insurance or something. And, you know, at his shift, he got a new job and the first paycheck or something. He got like a bonus. that was what it was. And it was to the exact cent of what he needed wow. for the car. And so that's it's like, cool. the, you could say that that's a coincidence, but the, the, like, the likelihood of it being to the exact cent of exactly what you need, I would say that's an act of God. That's a way that God shows you, hey... I am good and I am working in your life, you know, by, by the power of their testimony, they will. And that's, that's what Jesus says is how people are going to transform others' lives before there was a Bible, before there was, you know, a written testimony of Jesus' life and all of the apostles' writings. Jesus said by the power of their testimony, and that is me sharing my life story to you. Telling you what God did for me, or a story of goodness, a story of goodness. So when I
0: tell people a story of goodness, it's bringing glory to God, Mm -hmm. which is which is our 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 life is, which I it's like amazing. I would think that I would have known this. I've been a Christian since (laughs) nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, it's really all this other stuff over here Mm -hmm. is, is minor. Right, it's like. Having a like, all God wants from you is to ha- be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. That's all He wants.
1: Simple as that. And
0: you're like, well, yeah, but don't I have to like show up at church, or don't I have right. to like give you know this amount of money? Mm-hmm. Don't I have to do this? Don't I have to go and help some old lady down the street? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so all God's do. really want is a relationship. Yeah, and that's it's the world's. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's the world's idea that you you owe God something.
1: Mm, yeah. that's
0: No, that's the world. Mm-hmm. And so a story of goodness is really about just how good God is. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I became a Christian. I got on my knees and prayed, and I asked that he would help me to stay sober. Mm-hmm. And, and and I've done that my the rest of my life. There you go. That's a story of goodness. Absolutely. The only thing I did is not pick up a drink.
1: Right. Yeah, you just didn't do something. Now,
0: I, I have I have just uh, generations of addiction in my family. Mm-hmm. Generations. Right. Why would God do that to me? Yeah. And so it's a story of goodness. And when mm-hmm. you t- share the story of goodness, yes. people are like, oh, Mm-hmm. I don't have that story. Yeah. Do you, do you know anybody that, like, never has a story of goodness?
1: Yeah. I mean, I met a couple of people. There was, I mean, I've just had random run-ins with people at, you know, the gym or at a Starbucks. There was one, you know, hurricane season in Florida is always an interesting time for us because there's always the one area that gets hit bad particularly. Mm-hmm. So this last year it was Fort Myers, the Venice area south of us. They got, this just got the front end of the train On that last hurricane. I think it was Ian. Yeah. 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 And I remember I was at a Starbucks, you know, and here I am, a hurricane had just finished. And I think the reason why I was there is because our internet was down. We still have a house. I have my, I have my laptop. I'm sitting there at a Starbucks writing, being as privileged as anyone could ever be. I'm doing, you know, there was a a massive category Four natural disaster. And here I am. (laughs) And so next to me, there are these people that come in and, you know, I just, I look over and I come of hear what they're doing. I ask, hey, what's going on? And well, they tell me that they've literally lost everything, that their house is flooded, their vehicles are flooded. They had to, you know, take a car from somebody else to get to the Starbucks just so they could get internet to call their insurance. And it was so, so stressful. And so I'm, I'm hearing their story and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are so just down and out right now. They have nothing. And for them, it seems like all hope is lost. But even for something as simple as somebody like that is stopping and saying, hey, God told me to tell you that he loves you, that this is going to work out, that you can pray for them. Even simple as, something as simple as that, You know, buying them something. Mm-hmm. When people are in such a low place, doing something as simple as talking to them, praying for them, buying them something, giving them something, will be the highlight of their week. It will be such a glimmer of hope that God is on their side, is for them. If you can be a vessel and just say, hey, the Lord told me to tell you. And that is God speaking to them. Because for them, they look at that and they say, oh, God does care. God is here. Because for some people, they don't have that story of goodness at all. Yeah. And it's it seems hopeless for some people.
0: So... All during that, I was thinking about something, so I, I mm-hmm. didn't pay attention. Can you repeat that? No, I was just kidding. I was just kidding.
1: Thanks, Chris. He was just zoned out the whole time.
0: But I, I think a lot of our customers, a lot of our customers, customers. <laughs> a lot of our listeners.
1: Still business mindset uh, over here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of our, uh, which is amazing, I'm watching God's goodness because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, as you know, I bought a car wash with another guy and mm-hmm. and since the day we bought it i'm praying that god would have a meteorite come in the middle of the night and land right in the car wash and destroy it and <laughs> take the insurance money and run the other way but, but that's not happened uh-huh and so the the goodness <laughs> <is that laughs> thank god <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to pray right no <laughs> God please, but it's but it's it's a it's a it's a growth opportunity that mm-hmm. g- that I've been asking God to yeah. grow in certain areas, and, and there's a lot of growing going on mm-hmm. um and and but I'm able to watch God answer prayers mm-hmm. that I didn't know that I needed to and I don't need to grow in that right. I want to grow in certain areas yeah. and so I'm watching God do things that are make making me push into him mm-hmm. and and then when I push into them I'm like oh wow that was really cool yeah. I did not think it was gonna work out that way but I don't know why. so <laughs> so but I want to say think about this for a second a, a personal story because we're mm-hmm. our, our goal is to be like authentic and yeah um, and I've got stories, you know, sure, all day long, and you forget them. It's really funny. Yeah. You're like, I know that God was, like, really good to me yesterday, but I forget what it was. <laughs> I don't know what he did. <laughs>
1: Couldn't remember the life of me. But
0: that's how that's how we are, though, mm-hmm. and that's why we have to renew our faith every day. Yeah. So, anyway, there was a one There was one time uh, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working part-time at Costco because I would go to Costco. I'm like, I love working here. Oh, I love yeah. this place. Costco's I great. Mean, Costco's awesome. And so I got a job stocking shelves, which was really difficult. This was during the, um, uh, this is, like I said, I was already retired from the fire department. Mm -hmm. And uh, I get a text one day from my son, Jesse, in Memphis. Mm -hmm. And it said, the doctors think I have cancer and I'm uh, going into the uh, whatever. Holy cow. And I'm like, it's like 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) They think it's cancer. Yeah. And I pick up my phone. You know, I'm trying to answer it. And yeah. I'm calling him. I go to voicemail. I go, you, you know, in my head, I'm like, you don't yeah. text somebody say say th- yeah. they think it's cancer. And then not and call I back. What the heck? I'm like, I'll kill you. For real. Uh, but he, was, he, he talked a couple months ago. But anyway, he didn't have a cancer. Mm. But what happened was uh, they thought he had testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it sounds like it, it looks like it, it smells like it, you know. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's it's. I was going to say tastes like it. That would be totally inappropriate. But it's it's like it's like we're we're ninety nine percent sure. Right. So we have to do this operation, and so they look at, and so they we went down there. But before we went down there, my other son uh, Chris, mm-hmm. the, he's a pastor yep. in for the Vineyard, and um, for whatever reason, he went with us to memphis we got in the car we drove to memphis Mm -hmm. before they did this operation and we we prayed and we laid hands on him and we anointed him with oil yeah and uh he went in the next day for this operation Mm -hmm. then we went to a sticks concert nice yeah (laughs) If you've never been to a sticks concert even today still got it they still got it that's so cool well worth your money to do a sticks concert anyway nice um jesus jesus (laughs) christ yes (laughs) not not that the renegade who had it made so um okay where am i at so so he went they had the uh biopsy and they tested it Mm -hmm. and so they uh called him back and they said we tested it and we thought the test went bad and so Mm -hmm. we tested again because we're like this is there's no way Mm -hmm. it's not cancer but we're pretty sure it is but so that we tested again yeah and and then they do this other test where it's I want to say it's thin slice, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's layman's terms. Yeah, sure. They slice it thinner, and they just... And then he goes, there's no cancer. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, wait a minute. You mm. were like, it's 99% sure it's cancer, and now it's not. Uh-huh. And he went on, and and he was a firefighter. He became a lieutenant. He's yeah. the chief of the department. He's married now. And he's a great guy, um, And and he doesn't have cancer. There you go. So you go, well... It just was a misdiagnosis, or or was he healed?
1: Was he healed divinely? Now, here's the uh-huh. thing.
0: He believes he was healed. Okay, And so hey. there's a story of goodness. It's like, well, I don't know a lot of things. I just know that I was going in for this operation for yes. this cancer, and now I don't have it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And it, so that's yeah. just one of many things mm. throughout the life. What about you?
1: Well, I mean, just to that story, it's like you can go ahead and say it's a coincidence to anything. You can try to explain away anything, right? I mean you can just well, that was a misdiagnosis. They they just didn't have the technology and then they re And you could explain away anything or you can choose to, you know, accept the divine miracle that it was. Right. It's this is goofy that I'm saying this, but John Bon Jovi has this quote and it says <laughs> I know, right? When you change your definition of what a miracle is, you'll see them everywhere.
0: That's exactly you know, it's like looking at the half full, half empty. Exactly. If you're looking to see God at work. Yeah. You'll see it. You'll see it. Exactly. This pastor told me one time, I was just talking about this. There's this guy that doesn't like me. Mm -hmm. I know. What? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's always watching for what I say wrong or do wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to see it all day yeah, long. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> podcast, know, for
0: example. You will find everything if you look for it. Yeah. But if you look for what's good, mm-hmm. you'll see that. You will certainly see you, it. And so he goes, you'll see whatever it is that you're looking for. You'll mm-hmm. find whatever you're looking right. for. Right, yeah. You'll, you'll find critical things about <gasps> everyone.
1: Yeah, it's there. It's always, I mean... It's like, yeah, it could have been a misdiagnosis. But like you said, all I know is that I was told that I have cancer and now I don't. Yeah, Thank God. Yeah. Thank God that I
0: don't have cancer. Yeah. That is a miracle because yeah. I don't want cancer. No. He goes, cancer sucks. I mean, cancer sucks. There's a lot of things that suck. Uh-huh. No, Cancer. Sucks.
1: Cancer is probably up there. Yeah, in some yeah, of the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, stories like that. I've I've got a couple. I mean, I'm obviously a lot shorter on my walk than you are because i'm only 22 and i've been a christian for what a decade now so my my library I, I of stories i have on her <laughs> <a decade old. laughs> you have, have those pants wear, as just, long as i've been a christian i just have to wear them lower now right but. yeah exactly <laughs> okay go ahead yeah my my stories are not as as my library isn't as big as yours, but, but I have your brain is bigger. Well, thank you. Yeah. But I have a couple of examples because a lot of people my age and even people that are, you know, new to the faith, they they hear about this the voice of God thing. It's like, well, what you, voice of God, like God talks to you. Like I remember there was one time where uh, the vice president was Mike Pence and he had said something along the lines of, I was praying to God and the Lord told me, and everybody was like, Jesus talks to you? This yeah, guy is schizophrenic. Insane, yeah. And I was just like, I wasn't, you know, mad politically or anything, but I was just like, well, yeah, that's being a Christian is the Lord will speak to you. It isn't like always the clouds part and the voice of the Lord goes, "Will I have a word for you. It's, you know, it's just like a voice in your head, kind of like the voice you hear when you're reading. And it's just like a little thought. And sometimes it's very, very apparent that it's, you should do this. Like I've had a couple of instances where the voice, and I didn't even realize this was the voice of God, but. I was on a mission trip one time and I was standing in like a public square. We were doing evangelism, which is where you just literally talk to people about Jesus. And I had this thought come across my mind. I saw this woman and she was wearing a leopard print shirt. And in my mind, like a broken record over and over and over it was go talk to the woman in the leopard print shirt, go talk to the woman in the leopard print shirt over and over. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go talk to her. I feel like we should talk to her. So I grabbed two people and we talked to her and we ended up praying for her. And, it was an amazing opportunity, but that's the voice of God. And for me as a teenager, I didn't understand that at all. Okay. And I, I heard all of my friends, you know, I was, taught, I was praying to God and I felt God telling me. And I was like, what do you, what does that mean? How? Because yeah. I'm very logical in how I want to explain things. You know, I love apologetics, which is where you, you know, you try to logically explain the faith. And so I wanted things to make sense in my head. And so I hear this, this voice of God thing. And I'm like, what does that mean? I want to understand it. I want to wrap my hands around it. And, you know, it's like trying to catch a wave on the beach and try to, you know, understand something that isn't meant to be. It's more experienced than it is just understood because there's so many mysteries of God that are, you, once you experience them, then you understand it. And that was something that I didn't realize yet. And so I had, I've talked about it ad nauseum But the fully alive thing that I went to, there it is again. There it is. I had finally understood that I was was life changing. Exactly. It was a story of goodness in my life that people took the time to pour into me and it changed my life for the better. And it was that I realized I was trying to connect my, my mind to my old, you know, the heart of stone will be turned into a heart of flesh. I was trying to connect my mind to my old ways, whereas the Lord had transformed my heart. And he just said, you need to, you know, change your thinking because you're trying to connect your brain to something that isn't there anymore. You need to connect your mind to your heart of flesh. And that's where you you will understand that I've been talking to you this whole time. And I didn't realize and I didn't put two and two together. I was literally looking for an audible voice or something in my head. But that's that's called schizophrenia. That's not (laughs) that's something
0: different. (laughs) <laughs> There's a different podcast. That's a,
1: exactly. I was looking for that. But what the voice of God really is, is speaking through circumstances or coincidences, as we would say, or speaking through reading my Bible. Literally last night, I had a moment. This happens all the time. And I'm sure many Christians can attest to this. God, I have a problem. I'm going to flip to a random page in the Bible and see what we have to say. And it's like, holy cow. Yeah, my wife That's used exactly to do what that he'd... all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom, I still do it. And it was just like, okay, fair enough. Because I had this question I was wrestling with and then the Lord pointed me to a direction and it's like, okay, now I have an answer, but it's, it's never the completed answer, right? You never, God never reveals his whole plan to you all at once. And that is, that is part of having faith. That's the whole point of having faith. Because if God just revealed his whole plan to you, there'd be no point in relying on him or having faith. Because then it would just be, it would just be so easy to just be like,
0: okay. But that's a story of goodness, right there. Yes. It's like I opened my Bible to a random page. Mm-hmm. This is not recommended to do at home. <laughs> well, <laughs> if God wants you to well, do it, maybe. My wife did it uh, all the time, and uh, it works for me. And uh, and you know what? God can do whatever He wants to do. God can do whatever He wants to do. Okay. Who are we to say? But that's a story of goodness. Like mm-hmm. I needed something, and I didn't know what to even do. So I yeah. opened up my Bible to a page.
1: Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's exactly what I needed here. It was a it was a psalm, and it was. I mean, there you go, Psalms. But it was just like that was an answer. That was not my previous understanding of what an answer from God was because I was trying to connect to something that I, I had previously understood. But when I change my perspective of what a miracle is or what God's goodness is, you'll see that he speaks to you all the time. Right. And so for me, it was like my my view of God. I mean, I was literally having these crazy visions in my head. It was like my 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 vision of God went from black and white to technicolor all at once. Wow. You know, like when Star Trek was the first TV show to be on color TV yes. and everybody was like, wow, oh, you remember that? I, was around for that. <laughs> I used to watch all the Star Trek shows, so I know about that. But it was like the first color TV show. It was bright and vivid and it's like, holy cow, what is this crazy new technology? And for me, it was literally like, I mean, I would close my eyes and I was just having these bursting visions of, you know, things in the future or visions from God or, you know, his voice telling me something during this trip that I went on. And I remember him telling me, you have this sanctuary inside of you that you can go to whenever you want, whenever you need it. Mm. And you can just take a step back, retreat and fall back in the loving arms of a beautiful father. And so when you don't give it up, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be a worship pastor, believe me, but when you need that goodness you can rely on it at any given moment
0: so do you think that um so this is like kind of where i was going with this also i mm-hmm. i really don't like when someone okay how do i put this oh. one of the things that frustrates me is that you're at a at a at a function or someone and someone stands up and you're on uh, what. Well, Let's hear some testimonies, or let's hear mm-hmm. about uh, God's goodness, and, and yeah. nobody stands up, and you're like, okay, we got all these people, and nobody's got anything good to say. Right. Yeah, and I think that you know we're like, well, I you know I don't want to be in a room with Meekins because he'll try to one up me or mm-hmm. something like that, right. or, or, or or Joe Blow that's always got a better story. Or yeah. says, oh, that's great, but look, yeah. that's nothing compared to. Thank you for yep. demeaning my goodness. Yep. <laughs> but but I, I I think that we always as people. Need to have like oh, this is what is going on good, mm-hmm. because we have plenty all day long talking about how bad it is, oh absolutely, and how bad it's gonna get, yes, and how bad it's good, so the story of goodness and, and and in in even in the last twenty four hours mm-hmm. uh, I was, my life is consumed <laughs> with this car wash, it seems like so it, it is, I called him up, <laughs> I go, I have a crisis here, well, fair enough, the other day on Monday night, what's today, Thursday, yeah. So on Tuesday afternoon, okay. uh, the compressor that runs everything oh. was screaming loud. Oh, I don't know a lot.
1: Uh-huh. I do know that that's... <laughs> when the compressor is <laughs> not... When it's screaming even. and it's banging. Yeah, and that's it's, probably bad.
0: It's, uh, and there's oil dripping out of it. Oh, that's very bad. It's like, okay, this is not going to be good. And yeah. everybody's freaked out about it. So I'm like, okay, I got to fix this. Right, right. So, so one of the things, one of my strengths are that uh-huh. i can get stuff done okay good it may not be right <laughs> i don't i don't have to worry i i don't think, i don't get caught up in thinking things through <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say well that's good <laughs> Well, actually Maybe it's not, not good my wife mm-hmm. is she'll plan everything and then she'll okay. work the plan mm. and she's got i'm like okay this needs to be done yeah let's go let's go let's think uh, while we're doing it, kind of like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's this, but that's what I do. Yeah, and uh, and so I I said okay, uh, we don't want that one. We want this one. Mm-hmm. Went to Tractor Supply. Oh okay. They they had exactly what he wanted. It was this industrial one. Nice. But it's like probably fifteen hundred pounds. Yeah, it's not going to fit in the and back. Fifteen hundred dollars. No, uh, no, no, like thirty two or thirty three. Ah. Yeah, and so and so they have trailers here. So yeah. They put it on a trailer. Not thinking how I'm going to get it. How you going to get it the off. Trailer, but I have the compressor. Oh. We'll worry about that later on. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's, it's really, it's kind of like being a fireman. Yes. You're like, okay, we've got to go. Mm-hmm. We've got to show up. Yeah. We've got to put out this fire. When we get there. We've got we'll... to get to the other side. And we'll, we'll make adjustments. So, yeah. So I get there. I get back to the thing. I'm driving with this. And it's like probably a little over, probably six and a half feet. Wow, maybe seven foot Holy tall. Cow. It's huge, and uh, I'm driving on this trailer and I'm making turns. Uh, and I'm thinking <laughs> at any time because that could snap over. Yeah, I'm driving five miles an hour on right. State Route seventy. Oh you know, my gosh! Are like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. So so I get back, mm-hmm. get it on there, and I'm thinking, I don't, I don't have a clue how I'm going to get it. Yeah. No. I tried to move it, didn't happen. Right. Next door neighbor is a paint store. And okay. Like, oh, you got a pellet check. so I went over oh, there. Great. He let me borrow it. Unfortunately. The the trailer is this high and the <laughs> pallet jack, when to goes this. Way. So, the guy that the mechanic's is going to hook it up for me, he mm-hmm. shows up. He goes, "Well, it had these two ramps to the side." Yeah, I'm like, we can't even get the pallet jack on these ramps. And he says, he says, "Well, why don't you just take those two ramps and?" slide them over oh. right in line with it like oh my god you're brilliant <laughs> i'm an idiot and you're, you're brilliant an and so we were able to maneuver it mm. get it off took three of us got it in there mm. he had it hooked up in 15 minutes a part was burnt out it was a broken part oh uh and i'm i'm on the phone with them now not mm-hmm. right now but today. yeah and uh it didn't work so i called around found, on, the, on the new one yeah oh geez. found the part at another tractor supply, drove down there at eight o'clock in the morning the next day. They had it. He hooked it up, got some technical advice. Mm-hmm. It's running. Life is good. Great. But it's like, it's like, was well, that God's goodness or is that huh. just your work ethic, Chris? Right. Well, yeah. A, I don't have a work ethic. So <laughs> right. just, fair enough. <laughs> Get rid of that one. But it's like, I felt like the whole way God's favor was on me. Mm hmm. And I was able to take this really stressful because yeah. once that we shut it off, we were offline for from three thirty on Tuesday until ten o'clock on on uh Wednesday. Jeez. Mm, but at ten o'clock we were rolling. Yeah. And it's better and it's it's whatever. Is it like a miracle? And you know, someone <laughs> right. brought over a freak air compressor. Yeah. No. But I felt like God was favor was on me and we mm-hmm. were going forward and, and just God's good. Mm-hmm. And it all worked out. Yeah, and it was it easy? No, right. But I but I see things like that, uh-huh. and I'm sure that you see that in your everyday at your at your serving mm-hmm. job, right? Yeah,
1: well, God's goodness is in everything. I mean, if you believe that God is God, you believe He's in everything, and if God is good, well then God's goodness is in everything. So like, <clears throat> your little job that you think you hate, or that it's dumb, or that it's causing you lots of problems. You, he will teach you lessons through things because I think that is the the purpose of God's goodness is to reveal himself to you okay so that you can then give the praise back to him because that's the whole point of this
0: creation and and he's wanting you to push into him yes here see see what I'm doing yeah in fact they're doing it at our church this week they're doing a, yeah. a vision weekend and oh yes they're they're asking you to come prepared to see mm-hmm. and test God to see if I, gonna, I don't even, it's it's going to be, it's, it's going to hey, be good. My wife and I have been having some major conversation about this. Oh yeah? Yeah.
1: Oh boy. We're this not g- on the same page. Oh we boy. We <laughs> are
0: almost on the same page. Uh-huh. She's just on the back of the page and I'm on the front. On the front of the page. You're getting there. <laughs> You're getting there. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, God's goodness is going to, is going to move regardless of whether you want it to or not. You know, if you. Or acknowledge it or not. Right, yeah, cuz people people are used for God's goodness. And if it's if you you know, deny the calling, God is God. He can just get somebody else to do it. Right? So yeah. if you are, you know, well, I don't want to I don't want to do it because it's uncomfortable to go talk to them or I don't want to do it because I don't want to get out of bed right now, God's like, "Okay, you're going to just not receive the blessing or you're not going to receive the awesome reward that is having this good thing be accomplished." But I could just use somebody else. So it's like, if God is calling you to something, he's telling you to do it, man. And if, if you're not going to be there, he's going to do it regardless. But wouldn't you want to be part of God's goodness? Wouldn't you want to be used by God? Because the thing being completed in and of itself is a reward. I mean, when you see the fruition of, of God's goodness, when you see you know the fruit of witnessing to somebody that comes to the faith, or when you see the, the goodness of helping somebody out and seeing the look on their face, it's just like, that was so good. I mean, even if you don't get anything out of it, it's like right. that was worth it.
0: And you get to go home and say, Hey, I, I you know, with or with one of your friends, you just say, yeah. Hey, I, I was able to do this thing. It's not boasting, it's has been able to say, I did this and I felt like this Yes this thing in my chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. I felt Is that love? God's fullness of love is that good? is that? Right. Um So the last thing I wanna bring up is mm-hmm. that I you also have to ask God there's a lot of people that just we live in a negative world, man. Yeah, sure. And you, and you just don't see it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a place where you have to pray and ask mm-hmm. God for eyes to see. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever had to do that? for Ask for God to give you wisdom or give you... Is it okay for, mm-hmm. for you to ask? Yeah. Oh, geez. I was reading this last night. In
1: um, Mark 9, there is the story of the boy who's demon-possessed, whose father comes to Jesus and says... If you would heal him, Lord, you know, if you're willing, do this for me. And Jesus is like, what do you mean? If What do you mean, if? I'm God. And he didn't say that, but Jesus is, you, you believe I can do this. And the man goes, yes, I believe help me in my unbelief. Yeah. I love that because it's, it's Jesus responding to a very human response. Because a lot of the times we have a hard time believing in these things, you know, that God is going to do something or that. God's goodness is going to prevail. Help me, God. Help me in my unbelief. It seems like a very counterintuitive statement. Yeah. God, I'm believing that you can help me in my unbelief. It's like, what? Because there are some things that seem so insurmountable, but he says it only takes faith the side of a mustard seed to move mountains. And for somebody like, you know, any of us, it just seems impossible. It's like, what? That's ridiculous. For little things, if, you know, if you pray that God will give you a breeze when you're hot. I was like, well, that's, that's an easy prayer because that's simple. But if you can ask God for Specifically. specific financial provisions or for the job to not fall apart or for God's provision in an impossible medical situation, praying for that seems impossible. So asking God for help with your own unbelief, you know, when you see all the negativity around you, you are absolutely allowed to do that.
0: I think it's kind of a, a big step. I was going to say ballsy. But ballsy kind of, works. Okay. <laughs> For our pastor, it's a 12,008 campus church, mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to speak this coming Sunday yeah. on this thing they have called Kingdom Builders because mm-hmm. it's a independent church, and it's ways that they reach the world. Yeah. And he's saying, I want you to see a vision that God has given me Mm -hmm. and you need to pray and ask God if you should join up be a part of that be a proud of it and it's so and I mean he's it's big Mm -hmm. and so he's gonna he's saying in front of the whole congregation he's gonna challenge you to say God so if you want it's a Bayside my dot
1: Church. Yeah, we got like that. the live streams on the website. Yeah. all that good and stuff. And if
0: you want to see what uh, our 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 vision is mm-hmm. for this next year, uh, listen. Yeah. But it's 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 asking God for a vision to see what, what how we can impact the world. Yeah. And so, I think. You have to ask God. You can't do this on your own. Yeah, absolutely. And so you're like, okay, God, I'm asking for. I only make like thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but it. So here's how it plays out. Okay, I'm just. Yeah. You say, God, I, I, I want to do this. I I really want to help other people around mm-hmm. the world. What do you think I should do? Mm. And with Joyce and I, we came up with the number. And we kind of agreed on the number. Yeah. How we're doing it, we haven't agreed. Right. <laughs> but it's really weird. We uh, came up with the number and we said, yeah, I think that we could do that. Mm-hmm. And 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 so you have – but then you have to ask God and say, okay, how do I do this? Because yeah. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Or how do I – Help, how do I stop on the side of the road and help someone that's broken down? Yeah, I'm not saying doing that because we live in a crazy world, right? But there's our people that, that do it, sure. Jordan Breon, Jordan Breon Jordan was late for our podcast. Yeah, he helps change his tire. Episode four, I was thinking about that. Why would you do that? Yeah, why right? Would, why would you help someone? Come on, but you have to ask God for eyes to see, yeah eyes to see the miracles going around you because i want to step into your goodness mm-hmm. and i want to tell other people saying oh, did you see what happened to will yeah did you see what happened to you know i mean he he works at this country club but yet he's living here's the thing what i i okay i'm gonna mm-hmm. blow smoke up your skirt for a couple of seconds i think you're amazing well
1: thank you chris <laughs> <laughs> i know I know you think that. I
0: know. Oh, wait wait a minute. I'm talking to Will. He's already aware of that. <laughs> I know, Chris. Come on. But I think that it's amazing that you've you graduated from college. You've got this degree. You're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I but, still use it somewhat. But you're going to use it. But you're working at a place. You've gone on your own. You've, mm-hmm. you've moved out of your, your father's house. Mm-hmm. You've gone into your own house because you're like, this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You work like... Four hours a week.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I work four hours a week. Yeah. No, you work what, every day or
1: I mean it feels like if I'm not working at my job I'm serving or I'm writing or I'm doing this or right. some, some capacity. But,
0: but I'm saying at your job, you're it's just evenings at dinner time, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean it pays very well. So and it,
0: it pays well. And God's provided for you because mm-hmm. you're doing what you think you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so your testimony, I can say mm-hmm. God's goodness is on Will Egan's life. Yeah. Because He's got he's got a great relationship with his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. and He's got his own place. Well, he's sharing a place with the guy. Yeah, family, but he's great. paying. You're paying your rent, mm-hmm. and so I can share of God's goodness of someone else too. Yeah, and so it's all a matter of my perspective: is do I want to join up with God and see where He's working? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. all I got for today. Well, heck, I needed to hear
1: that too. Because you take an out, you take an outside step because you, you you know in my own head I'm looking at my situation. I'm like, am I going to make it to next month? Am I going to make but I, I've That's made exactly it far. exactly where God wants you. Exactly. That's exactly right. But I've made it thus far every single month. And from the outside, it looks like, wow, God's really over Will's life because he's made it this far. And he's every month, every single month, he's still got it.
0: Oh, wait a minute. But I want like 40. You're in a great place. Right. right. I am. Yes, I was in a bad place 20 years ago. And uh-huh. we were, we, lo- we kind of almost lost everything. Sure. And uh, everybody's got to be there we, once. we mo- We moved. You know, it's a long story, but yeah. I was like, "Okay, God, we're going to step in faith. We're going to move back to the house. Mm-hmm. We rented it because we we were in trouble. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we made it this month. Mm-hmm. We made enough for this. <laughs> month. Yeah, and we made it for the second month, mm-hmm. and then we made it in the year. Mm-hmm. We were just talking today. It was twenty years ago. Yeah, twenty wow. years ago, you were born when I was going through a financial crisis. Yeah, I lost everything. Sure." So, that's faithfulness. so you look at those things and you say, God is good. Mm-hmm. And he got me through this month. Yeah. But you're a living testimony of God's goodness. Well, thank you, you Chris. Are. You
1: are. I'd hope to be. Yeah. I'd hope to be.
0: So once you wrap this up and we'll yeah. let these people get on with their day.
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. <laughs> if you listen to the end, comment a, uh, comment a thumbs up emoji. Let us know that you are all the way here at the very end. And I think we should start doing that. If you make it to the end, and then we'll have like a secret message for them to comment to, to prove that they made it to the very end. Prove it. And we'll have three people comment.
0: <laughs> How about we just believe in God's goodness that we have so many listeners. Right. Listen yes. Around. We'll just, we'll let God do the heavy
1: lifting here. Well, next week we're going to talk about being a bright light. Be a bright light for week 10, the conclusion of Baller for Jesus. Wow, that's crazy. This is, I thought this was going to take forever. It's already over.
0: 10 weeks, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was 10 weeks. God's good to us. Amen to well, that. We had no problems today. Yeah. So they we went smoothly. Down. Boom. Thank God. Boom. Still God's good. God's God good. good. That's right. Yes. God bless you. Have a good night. See you
1: next week.